Charming. Two words. Therapy. Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show where I'm joined by, once again, Mr. Andrew Rizzatello. Less hacking this time. No guarantees. We do not guarantee. Your mileage may vary. And rejoining us in the studio for the first time in a couple of months. Yes. Hi. Ryan Taggart. Yeah. Hi, this is Ryan. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan. Ryan. He's going way back. That intro was a little too happy and peppy for the show. It was. Yeah, it's about to get sad. Yeah, yeah, we're about to bring it down a little bit. So, um, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. We're going to see how it goes. Yeah. But uh, we wanted to get into, we've been talking about this for a while, to be honest with you. And we wanted to get into mental health. And May, there's a lot of mental health awareness and things like that going on. And and Chris wants to jump on the bandwagon and you know get get part of that. You, it, I, I'm, crew. If, if nothing else, I'm trendy. Yes, I mean, we, yes, you, you are. One look at me. Yes, and you yes. can tell a like, wild stallion shirt. Yes. yes, the fingers on the pulse. And here, oh, yeah, the there's the on voice the <laughs> on the man behind the curtain. The voice of dog coming from behind the mic. <laughs> Pay no attention to the dog behind the curtain. You are a dog. We were just saying that before we started. You're you're, you're Ralph. Ralph. If I had to pick a... <laughs> All right, see, that's it, that's it. He got you got it. it. I'm watching Great Muppet Caper last night in a salute to Charles Grodin. And I was like, I know Gonzo's his favorite character, but he's Rolf. The quips, the piano playing, like, yeah, that's who you are, which is uh, fine. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm he's he's taking it back. I'm like, take it Shave your head so you just have like two things right here. So you just or, like or, or just wear your hair like this so it looks like you have dog ears. <laughs> just, yeah. Wait, hold on. He can do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So if things get too deep... When we're talking about mental health, Christian and I are going to bust into. I hope that something better comes along. Just, just no rainbow connection. That is, that's too sad already. <laughs> no, don't say, listen. Nah, I, we'll, I can't. We'll to keep it, keep the show moving. We'll sing "Moving Right Along." That's it. <laughs> moving right along. That'll be yeah. When things get heavy, somebody say "Moving Right Along." That'll be like the safe word. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Yes, yeah, so the show is going to be so, so depressing. Like, I can't do it anymore. We man. have a safe word. <laughs> we need a safe word. It's pineapple <laughs> tacos. <laughs> All right, now, now I'm just hungry. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. We just ate. <laughs> like that ever stops me. Oh, I know. Like that ever stops either one of you. Have we just met Fair or enough. something? <laughs> don't Realize I haven't seen Have you we just anymore. met? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and this also, because this could get heavy, this is also an intentional two-parter. So we're going to get about an hour into this, and we are going to break for the week. You have a break. Will, yeah, you're going to have a break. And then next Monday, which will be Memorial Day, will be part two, picking up the conversation essentially where we leave off because we thought this could be a really heavy two hours or we can break it up to kind of make it more digestible. So that's the idea. This is going to be a, a two-parter concerning mental health, which is a discussion we've wanted to have for a while, frankly. And just the timing, I kind of wanted to get it out there before summer. Because in fall, when the leaves start dying and all that other stuff, yeah, happens, we don't need we, more. You and we assholes. get even more depressed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like that's yeah, not really yeah. the time. You know, some birthdays are coming up. So yeah, everybody's birthdays coming on, up. On that point, I I made fun of it throughout all of my teenage years and twenties. The what they call the seasonal affect affect disorder. Sad. Same. That shit is real. Same. 
Yes. Yes. I fully agree that that is, it, as stupid as it sounds and the acronym is dumb, it is 100% true. The weather has an, an enormous impact on someone's mental health. It absolutely does. Even if you don't have some sort of, of diagnosis or anything, if it's raining outside, you're fucking depressed. Yeah. Because you can't do things outside. If there's no sun outside because it's it's a cloudy day, your vitamin E is low and your serotonin's low. Vitamin D. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> womp womp. It, but still, it like it it actually physically affects you. It does. Even when it's overcast, it doesn't even need to be raining. Just no. it's a cloudy day. It no. does have something. I mean, I I was as dismissive about it as you. Mm-hmm. Where I used to just think, oh come on, that's just an excuse to blow. And being very but do you think there's something to be said when there's like almost too many sunny days and then you get a nice overcast day? Oh, yeah, you get like, you. All right. So, yes, the uh, that is true, at least in my mind. Yeah. You get too much of what we would consider a good thing. Yeah. Like this week. Like, like the last two weeks? Yeah. It hasn't rained in like <laughs> no. three weeks here. Yeah, my and white truck is yellow, as as I discussed last week. There's no rain in the forecast for like nine days even from this point. Yeah. 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 We're going morning. full desert in this point now. And I fucking love it. Oh, the weather I, has been glorious. Well, I love you this. like the beachy yeah, weather. You anyway. like I it. It's going to be 89 this weekend. I want it to be like this every day of my life. Mm. Sun shining, little breeze, warm. Yeah. This is it's beautiful. They moved to Palm Springs. What are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's exactly where I need to go. Goals. Well, he already need. He's already getting his uh, therapy tree, his service tree. That's yeah, right. Your service tree. Throw it back to yeah, a couple I'm, months ago. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> I found a place back, near me. Where adventures are happening that and sells palm trees. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to put, put one oh, that's back it. there. That, that's your new, new Patreon thing, Taggart's Backyard Adventures. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that'll be a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, GoFundMe. Hey, y'all, buy me a palm tree. Yeah, buy, me, buy Taggart a palm tree. For pennies a day. <laughs> for pennies a day. For the health, the <laughs> mental health and well-being of Ryan Taggart. This asshole's just going to sit in his backyard and look at a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drinking yeah. a Corona. And he wants yeah. you to pay for it. And I want you to pay for it. Because socialism. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm just, I'm just trying to use a couple of buzzwords. Old man shakes fist at Socialism. Get all the YouTube tags ready right now. Wait, this was supposed there to be a serious show, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, it's it's. Is it ever completely serious? We did no. one. We did one serious show in the history of the only podcast that matters. That was like, I think, virtually joke free, and by virtually I mean like a hundred percent, which was uh, Guncast, mm. which yeah. following the shooting in Sandy Hook and everything. Like that was the yeah. only show we did that was like straight. Like we need to talk about this because yeah, it, children are getting for, yeah. Forget off. timeliness. Like this was this was. Yeah, that was something where like, we can't make light of this. This is something that, yeah. like everybody, we're, there's kind of a national discussion. And that was January of, I guess, 2013. It was right after, what a way to kick off the new year, everybody. We were yeah, right. Yeah. Well, hello, gun control. But um, anyway, well, look, I, I don't have an agenda with this. these two episodes. I don't have any notes or anything like that. But I'll start just with my experience. And I've talked about it in bits and pieces. We talked about it on the aforementioned The Only Podcast That Matters. Uh, we got it, uh, into it a little bit. Concerning health and the Guide to Life series, which is coming up on five years, uh, both the Guide to Life and the Only Podcast Matters are available wherever you get your podcast. And um, so we touched on it in bits and pieces. But it also, especially with the Only Podcast, we as a group, all of us, were of that. Men- we are definitely were of a younger um, mentality when it came to mental health, where it was like like we just mentioned with the sad with seasonal affect. Mm-hmm. It was kind of one of those, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that, that that's stupid. We, we weren't it, – it wasn't – it didn't affect us the way it came to affect us, which is one of the things I find interesting because all of us were kind of around the same age. 
I'm saying within like two plus, years. Yeah, yeah, plus or minus at, two years. At yeah. different times. Yeah. But at the point where we realized, okay, something is off. Like we need to talk this, to this someone. needs to be managed. Yes. And that's kind of where we've all come to in these last few years, the point where we're at now, where it's where we realize, okay, yeah, this is something that needs to have discussed. And thankfully now, I mean, in one of the if I'm being honest, one of the silver linings in the pandemic is that mental health and people's well-being is being taken more seriously than it generally had, because there mm -hmm. is a larger conversation being had about mental health. And well, it's an it, important it, it was, one, it, right? I mean, it, hell, there was a fucking lockdown. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't cause a surge in any type of mental health illness. At, at, at every level, know, not like, just the staying at home thing, but just the financial insecurity everything. that came with that, jobs, I, every element of every it was. Anything, semblance of normalcy just ripped in away. any age, too. Like, oh, yeah, yes. totally. That's, that's All the ages. wild thing. Like, we, we kind of forget that kids were also really taking it hard because like a destruction of your routine when you're that young is, yeah. is well yeah. it's so, one thing yeah. for adults to be able yeah. to handle this in some way but like kids who are still developing and so that socially yeah. mentally emotionally in school yeah. like kids are going to be fucked up for a long so, time so, so to, to, to piggyback off that yeah mm -hmm. my daughter who is autistic mm -hmm. uh the the structure end of it like you were saying yes that one of the biggest fights that I had specifically during the pandemic was the fact that she lost all structure. School was irregular. She could not do virtual learning because th that's for TV. That's for me watching Peppa Pig or whatever the hell fuck it was. You know, there great, was, show. Uh, yeah. it's a great show. She's a How brat. Dare yeah. You. <laughs> How old is your daughter? Six now. She just turned six. Okay. So, um, so she was four when this started. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. She just turned five. She just turned five. Her birthday's April. Yes. As we covered last week. Yes. <laughs> so um, so she spent the last year of her life essentially locked down. Luckily, uh, the school that uh, the school system that we were a part of opened up a bit earlier than some of the other schools. They haven't. They didn't have a lot of the um, uh, 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 coronavirus positives that some of the other schools did. So she was allowed to get back to a semi-normal school day. All right. So that helped. And it seemed for me and my wife very selfish that we were saying like, no, take her, you know, get her, get her away from us. But it didn't, it wasn't that it was take her so she can get a structure and continue her development because of her disability, because she a hundred percent plateaued. Thankfully she didn't regress. But she 100% plateaued. Right, she all, didn't all go anywhere. Stopped. Halted. Mm -hmm. Both because she, she was nonverbal when up until four years old, she was nonverbal. Um, still socially awkward. Uh, but I think, I mean, that's everybody in this room right now, honestly. We're all socially awkward. That's never going to change. The pandemic made it worse. Exponentially. ever outgrow it. It's yeah. just a matter of degree. Yes. Right. Yes. You know how weird it was to hang out with a group of my friends and realize, I was like, what are y'all up to? And everyone else was just. Nothing. Yeah, the, literally, yeah. literally yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, in the same way, my heart really went out to anybody, essentially anybody who's retired, particularly people in their 70s and 80s. Like, this could be one of your last summers and you're stuck inside. Yeah, you've lived a life, but at the same time, you did not picture you were spending a, a, a year. Technically, of your possibly, life. possibly the last exactly. year. Exactly. One of the last years of your life, for sure. To if be not fair, the last. This is going to be hot old people summer. It's going to be fucking hilarious. All the oh, old people will. are going to be out. There's going to be a lot of saggy titties at the beach. There's going <laughs> to yeah. be a, a lot of balls dangling like bad grandpa. Yeah, she's going to be you like, know, well, well what do I care? You know yeah. I'm right. Yeah. 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 No, he knows you're right. And by the way, we're going to be there next week. I'm saying, like, figuratively speaking. Speaking, we're just going to be 80 
And like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Sucker what? Because time, yeah, time passes. Like, I hate real sucking my quick. balls in my socks, but <laughs> I, uh, it's going to happen. It's, you know, <laughs> Satan willing. It's going to happen. So anyway, I mean, the old the old people are out already. Like, oh, yeah, I've seen oh, them yeah. I get even like way more so than young people. Young people are still like, stay home, save lives. Yeah. And old people are like, fuck you. Well, at this I'm point, yeah, living. I feel yeah. like they've come around to just it, at this point, if it's going to happen, like, I'd rather go out this way. Like, well, after, right. the, after so long being first vaccine. Yeah. So they're also deeper into their right. immunity. Um, but same even with college seniors, like there's just a lot of levels at which the pandemic writers thought like that's a horrible group to be a part of right now. High school seniors, same thing. Like you don't get that last year, particularly in right. college where you think you're an adult. And then you got to try to find a autonomous. job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In, in the middle of this. Yeah. Anybody right. who's fuck anybody who's graduating now. Who's yeah. Graduated this month in May of 2021 trying to find a job. It's like. Good luck. Well, actually, and no. Be right now, like right now, else. there's a lot of openings because. Well, people, yeah. Now, now they can't get anyone to work. Because, yeah, I mean, we won't get, get into the politics back. of all that. But. No, 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 no. But like, right. right now, but yeah, all, you can find a job. You right can now. get you can a, find a, a job. job. If you want. Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, may not be the one that you wanted, or you you well, no, the re- studied for. The in reality school. of post college life is just going to hit a lot harder and a lot sooner than it did for everybody else. Where it's like, oh, I'm not going to get a job in my field. No, you're not. No, nobody does. No. So there we are. There's your smock. Start stocking cans. Yeah. yeah. And, then, <laughs> and that goes triple for you art graduates. <laughs> yeah. You're going to stock cans and you're going to like it. Yeah, you are. Block them. <laughs> Go write blocking. your, uh, your Don't remind me. Night. Yeah, you can write your screenplay on your lunch. Yeah. On your half hour. Yeah. <laughs> Go to your car and write your screenplay. But I want Starbucks. You get the black coffee that you could stand your spoon up in yeah. and you, you want like Starbucks? It. Go work there. <laughs> That's how you're getting. Go to Starbucks. If you're lucky, yeah. maybe they'll give you... A whatever they call a medium. Maybe it'll give you a free medium coffee. Whatever uh, they actually call it. Anyway, therapy. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is Talk therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? it well, is. It's it funny. Is. Okay, just to, to turn the clock back a little bit. Moving right along. Because Ryan... <laughs> Thank you. You're gonna, you're you're ground. You're in charge of grounding us. You're getting you paid. Sure he's, got, he's got yeah. the rope. Yes. Yeah. You need he's to bring us back down. Back in. You're I not got, getting paid I've got anything. The hook. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're not he just needs to fit us with like electroshock devices. He just stops us. There's no extra money topic, but you need to bring us back on topic. Stay on target. Are you gonna start? Are you pulling it up? I thought he was pulling up. I thought he was gonna have the song queued up. Like moving right along. Yeah, there it is with bugs, bugs, money. There was a Facebook group dedicated to it. What the hell is this? All right. So anyway, anyway. Ryan and I were, were talking about it uh, before we came into the studio. The okay. idea that I think part of it for us was, and I've gained this perspective having done weekly therapy now for a while altogether, and uh, you guys have as well. And Ryan agreed with me about this, that I think I always regarded our weekly get-togethers to record the only podcast that matters 11 years ago plus as therapeutic because we were actually able to, for a couple hours, because we rarely just showed up and did, like we're doing here, mm. we rarely just showed up, did the show, and that was it. We'd hang out for a little bit beforehand. Sometimes we'd be at your apartment for a good, like, four hours oh, yes. before doing the show. And well, then we'd I mean, have to even, the even the very, out. very beginning, the reason you guys were even at my, at the time, parents' house um, was to do dinners. Right. Yeah. We were having dinners at my parents' and house. And that was a, a Wednesday day. night thing. And that yeah. continued when we started doing the show two years later. Yes. Where it was, we have this get together once a week and no matter what was going on, things were all over the place. Less so because we were still all in our mid to late twenties at that point. So it was our lives, our day to day, week to week lives were a lot different, but I always regarded that as being therapeutic, but I feel like that helped to stave off a lot of the 
anxiety and stress and all the other things because we had that weekly get together where we just have fun and we could let off steam on a show and then just socially by getting together. I feel like that went a long way for all of us in that we had that reliable. So I, every I, I agree with you in the idea of letting off steam because there's def- there were I mean, hell, the one episode where Jack just busts in and starts talking about a breakup that he had. You yeah, know, yeah. Deutsch bag, Deutsch bag cast. That was yeah. like episode 13. Yeah. Too. That was yeah. very early, was early like on. The idea of us uh, like being able to vent. 13. Yeah, I think it was 13. Uh, so. Anyway, uh, the idea <laughs> to that we were able to just like literally just pull a plug and vent out whatever had gone on during the week. Yeah. Yes. But there's a difference. And I found this with therapy. There's a difference between something like that. And I guess you would consider it healthy. Um discussion about your status about your yes. actual issues yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. not the same as checking in on where you are this is yeah. what happened this last week yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. On, yeah. on the show like yeah it's, oh man it's, here are my triggers yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. exactly we weren't really doing that we, we but weren't but at the it was same therapy time we, in a different sense but we yes. didn't we didn't have those triggers i mean or at least we were not, unaware quite, of not them. quite as many or we weren't aware of them exactly yeah they didn't they didn't carry the weight that they carry these days so yeah exactly so i i think that was helpful for what it was. I'm not trying to make it more than it was, but I do think that that was great. It was there. I, yes. and, and also just to have the, like to have scheduled fun every week too, especially when you're, you're in adulthood at that point. Cause we all were, we're all working full time. We're all in relationships, you know, it was, all of that was going on. So the idea to have that scheduled fun every week was great too. Play and that's something that doesn't, yeah, kind of, it kind of <laughs> was like a play date. And we also get the added bonus of we have we hours and hours of documentation of it too yeah, that true. we can always revisit, which right. is one of my favorite things about having done the show for particularly those first four years. Um, but I think that went a long way for us at the time. I think it was helpful, but obviously now we require some more. So let me right. kind of get back into where I am with, Stuff with therapy that's and covered anxiety. by your health insurance. Company. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuff yes, that involves that kind a of therapy. copay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if so, you have oh, the copays. Just to give the a quick summary, <laughs> not to uh, not not to get into all the the gory details of it, but I'd always, this is of course in hindsight, I'd always had, I should say, okay, since my late twenties, like even before we started doing the show, I'm going to say since 2010, 2009, I'd always had anxiety, but I didn't have that name for it. I knew I always, I knew when I felt off and when, when I wasn't okay, I knew when they, when no, the they, cracks they, you, were starting people just to call, show. People just called me neurotic. Okay, right. that's what it was. Yeah, because right or worry warts or yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. But I definitely had those moments where I felt okay. I'm things are not right with me right now. I'm definitely out of sync with where I should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it really hit me one night when I was at work at the big box store jobs. This is prior to us starting the show, and I was at one night. I just I couldn't take it, and I said, uh, I I need to go home." I'm not feeling well. I need to go. And that was the only time actually without like being green from illness right, or yeah, infection. Yeah, yeah. That was the only time I said like, I can't do this. I need to go home. I'm sorry. And then they, you know, one of the asshole managers tried to fire me for it. But it's like, no, he told us he was leaving. He didn't just walk off the job. Right. Um, but anyway, and then I had that, you know, I had sleepless nights and nights when I was up worrying and, and things uh-huh. like that with, you know, following afterwards. I remember there were a lot of times, you know, I was kind of uncertain about the future and staying with my girlfriend at the time. And, Having just sleepless nights, she'd be out like a light and I would be laying in bed wondering about all sorts of things. I couldn't get out of my head. I was tired, 
but I couldn't sleep. No, I was, your, your I, mind was still going. Exactly. My yeah. mind was going constantly. It doesn't yep. matter and how tired you are. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. You could be is... physically drained and your eyes are wide open. You're staring at the ceiling. Yeah. Because yeah. the gear is still spinning in your head. The hamster's still running. And well, it and that's does what, not stop. That's one of the things that I've learned about myself, too, because I've always it, it's any. I'm, I'm, it sounds like a joke. I'm not saying it as a joke. Uh, OK, maybe a little. But. Any woman who's been lucky enough to wake up with me in the morning has found it very amusing <laughs> <Lucky enough. laughs> that, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, this, no, and but I'll, let me, let me qualify that by uh-huh. saying this has been very amused by the fact that I'm virtually silent for like the first hour. I mean, we've gone away on vacation and stuff like that. Yeah. When I wake up, I don't talk much. No, you don't. So, I mean, I guess you're, you're, as, super, you're as lucky as, as those women. Yeah. You're a super, <laughs> you're a quiet sleeper too. Like real quiet. I Thanks. Yeah, like uh, you don't snore. Like uh, I, I, mean, do, I don't know, but maybe in the middle, when, like when the I'm on my, middle when I'm of the on night. I'm reliably informed that when I'm on my back, I snore. Yeah. But if you roll me and over, it's fine. Do. Well, my, yeah, yeah, that's just. But you're, yeah, you're yeah, super duper quiet. And then for the first hour, which is a relief because you don't fucking talk. That's what I mean all. by lucky. And it's great. That's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> Not talking about the yeah. the other stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like different lucky, different huh? episode. But and, and same thing at night. And basically, the way it was put to me, and this makes total sense because this gives me perspective on. How I function. This lets me know what's going on under the hood. Um, I take a long time to power down at night. And that's why I take a long time to power on in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but sure. You don't accelerate fast. That's no. it. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I need to once, once you're going. Once you're going. Yeah. That's that what too. it is. I'm not green is what it comes yeah. down to. But it, yeah, it takes me a while to wind down at night and it takes me a while to kind of get started but again in the morning. Knowledge. And it's matter. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm twister. trying to talk seriously about my, my brain. Anyway. So um so I knew I always had that. I knew that was always a factor. But um anxiety didn't really, really hit me until it was uh, mid-October of 2015. And I was feeling anxious one night. Again, I didn't know it was anxious. I just knew I felt uncomfortable. I'd gone to uh Barnes and Noble at the Grove. This is in Los Angeles, because Dick Van Dyke was signing his second book and doing an, an interview with uh, Tom Bergeron. And I was like, I want to go meet Dick Van Dyke and have him sign my book. You might have to censor that YouTube. I know it's, I know his name is Dick Van Dyke, but oh, YouTube sucks. you're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Penis Von Lesbian was signing his book. <laughs> <laughs> He's made that joke. So I can make that joke. Penis, I'm sorry. Penis Van Lesbian. That's Von Van, Lesbian. Yeah. That's get some, it right. Yeah, that, that's somebody else. Penis Von Lesbian. That's a, that's a cross Not to somewhere. be confused with. Be. Yeah. yeah. That's a drag queen. That's yes. the star <laughs> of Rob Zombie's next movie. All right. Yes. Moving right. right along. Yes, it is. Moving right along. Moving right along. So, <laughs> hop in that Studebaker. Go back to your topic. That's right. So um, I knew I didn't feel right. And I thought, because they, they were filming it too. I don't know where the video went, but it was because there was like a half hour of Tom Bergeron interviewing Dick Van Dyke, before they kind of shut everything off and everybody who was there got their book signed. I was feeling uncomfortable and I thought, well, it's crowded. They have all these lights on because they're filming it. I said, I'm, it must be the crowd or it must be just the, the heat from the lights. I'm just, I'm uncomfortable. And I didn't know what it was. And thankfully I was able to get my book signed and drive home and I was okay, but I still felt off driving home. And to let you know how unsure I was about how I felt at the time, I actually went to bed at midnight. I was like, I'm just going to go to bed and hopefully sleep this off and wake up in the morning and hope everything's going to be okay. Didn't know what it was, but I'm just going to sleep it off. I know. It's weird, right? It was weird to me. Imagine how I felt. You're having a hard time absorbing that. Imagine me so, so, saying, so was, I'm going to go to bed. It was, to bed. It was still dark out and you decided to go to bed. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, so this is where he's hooked. This is where he's taken aback. Oh, I get it. Go ahead. It's like you. Have, it's like you brewing coffee at nine thirty at night. It's like yeah, I know. It's, it, just don't jive. And this is one of them. He's still not over it. No, he's not. No, no I'm he, not. No, he's no, still that that's, one night. <laughs> that's twelve years ago. I haven't one told him about the other nights. Oh, oh, I don't. I don't think I can handle it. He that's might for, break down right now for another show. <laughs> Andrew's so, coffee nights. <laughs> so without an alarm, or sit back, pour a cup. So the next morning, without an alarm, I wake up at eight a.m. And I still don't hours. feel right. Yeah, I slept straight through eight hours, woke up on my own, and still just didn't feel right. And I felt a little bit of like pressure in my chest. It was light, but it was there. And I said, okay, that's kind of weird. And then started to kind of go about my day. I was, you know, in my apartment, you know, I was living alone. So just went about my business. And the pressure is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And as it got sometime between 9.30 and 10 a.m., the pressure was so strong that I started, like, dry coughing. The pressure was just in- impairing my my breathing enough to where I was like, okay. Did you okay, check your room for facehuggers? I did. Okay. N- no luck. It was just. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, that. Yeah, but no, it was yeah, enough yeah, to be yeah, like. The <laughs> annoying, like, there's something tickling my throat. Yeah. Just bre- yeah, but but there was nothing there. Like, yes. I'm full well, there's nothing there. But I'm like, okay, something is affecting my breathing. Now, thankfully, where I was living at the time, was blocks away from a hospital. And I said, I'm going to go to the emergency room. And I got in the car, and it just started getting worse in the short, like, four-minute drive Well, yeah, now, the you, now because un- now I'm, unbeyond, you're anxious because you're going to the hospital by yourself. And I'm, I'm mm. having a panic attack, which yes. I'd, been, I'd been essentially nursing since the night before, which is going to manifest itself. Just if you're going to have one, you're going to have one. And mm-hmm. they, they're horrible, but you need to kind of let them happen. But I didn't know that at the time. This is the first time of me having an actual panic attack. But right. I parked the car and because it's fucking L.A., you got to get a ticket because you have to pay to park or you got to you will have to pay to park if you don't get your ticket validated by the hospital, which will only happen if you're seen. If you're not seen, you need to pay for the park. It's, it's a whole thing. So I'm struggling with the the machine that automatically dispenses the ticket. And... Which isn't helping, by the way. No. <laughs> None of this helps. No. Nope. So by the time I get in there, I'm like full on, like just dry coughing. And I kind of just stumble up to the window and say like, I can't breathe. And then they just bring me in right away. And they hook me up to everything. And I thought I was dying. I did because I didn't know what this was, but I knew was like I could Was this what I you thought breathe. was the hiatal hernia? No. Or was this, this was separate? This was just a, just a panic attack. Okay. And uh, they hooked me up to everything. And I do remember telling you guys this because you all had a, your, your minds were blown. But uh, they, they checked my EKG and everything and there was nothing. OK, you're not having a heart attack. OK, that was good. It's a relief, um, right? They said, so your, your blood pressure is 180 over 120. So we're going to bring you in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which means your heart's beating 120 times per minute, which is a lot. Yeah. So I was not in good shape. Um, so like I said, it was about 10 a.m. that I got there. I was there all day, basically under observation. They did give me some sort of anti-anxiety pill. I don't remember what it was. I'm sure it's in a, you know, in a, on a page in a folder somewhere. But with multiple side effects, maybe, Ooh. maybe. I have a story. But okay, we'll we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to okay. you in a second. Okay. But uh, just to out of out of this, it seems like I'm the lightest one here. Jesus, maybe. <clears throat> Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, <laughs> that would be really shocking. Normally, so, normally I've got some like, oh my god, what happened? And now I'm listening to you guys, and I'm like. Mm, yeah, it's not. It's different. But yeah, that's you think it, we're all goofballs, but we're all fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah we're hundred percent fucked. I mean, now it's just official. 
That's yeah, yeah. Now it's documented. Thirty yeah. is the new twenty. Yeah, everything's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, second puberty. Yeah. Right. Forty is the new twenty. Yeah, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it gets worse. Frankly, I'd rather be forty than twenty. But that's all other. That's a whole other show. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, they basically kept me there to observe me. And at about 4.30, they said, well, okay, you've leveled off, so we're going to discharge you. But I was there all day not knowing if they were going to admit me, basically, mm. because I was in such condition when I showed up at the emergency room that they wanted to keep me there just to make sure until nothing you, until surged you, yeah. again. Yeah. They want to make sure I leveled out. And I did. My blood pressure returned to normal. And obviously, the happy pill they gave me helped to neutralize Whatever some of the was. anxiety and <laughs> your, yeah, thankfully, your serotonin they, pill. Yeah, they, they were they were good enough to mm-hmm. watch me. And then I got out of the hospital about five o'clock. But I spent the day in the hospital. I actually found that photo on my phone kind of recently. I did take a, a hospital gown selfie in part just because I was like, well, this is interesting. Was it a Xanax? This is the day they, I thought I was going to die. Did they give you a Xanax? I really don't know what it okay. was. Yeah, he was doing bitch. selfies already. I know. Uh, yep. I'm not even the one, selfie Once guy. upon a time. Inner, I, he channeled his inner white girl. At, well, no. Hang on. Well, and he's in California. I, not too only that, time. I doubled down because I did hot dog legs on the stretcher, not at the beach, on the stretcher. Yeah, so yeah, I got my was, legs on the gown yeah. in those attractive <laughs> socks they give you at the hospital. Oh yes, the those are the, damn the, the sexy. on the bottom, yes. so you don't slip. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I, I have that. Why is it that we all know those? We all know those socks <laughs> because of the, that's why we're here. <laughs> we've all been hospitalized <laughs> in many ways. That's why we're here. Uh, so that kind of opened the door to. Anxiety and realizing that, okay, something's going on. I mean, the main concern at the time was was blood pressure. They said you want to keep an eye on your blood pressure, um, which is something that had come and gone. And given the fact that in 2008, and I've told this story before as well, I don't want to go through the whole thing, but um, I had an ulcer that started bleeding and ended up in the emergency room and spent the night in, basically in a, in a room, in the emergency room in whatever area. They didn't admit me because I had to go back the next day and have an endoscopy so a doctor could check it. But um yeah, like I had an ulcer at 26. So stress is, and anxiety has kind of always been there. But as we have all found out the hard way, it will manifest itself in different ways. And uh, finally, it essentially caught up to me. But I didn't really pursue therapy at that point until 2017. I started so going years, summer two, of 2017. It was almost two years later. Mm-hmm. But that was not so much just because of anxiety. That was the the bulk of my therapy for that uh, little over a year that I went because I started in, I want to say it's about August of 2017 until uh, November of 2018 when I left California. I had my last session with that therapist uh, the week before I moved back to Jersey. And um, that was also, that was mainly like conflict resolution in some ways because there were, because there are other people involved I am going to be intentionally vague here everybody because it's it, it's my business it's not theirs i'm not putting their stuff out there as much as HIPAA I'm talk laws about well, that doesn't apply here yeah that doesn't apply <laughs> to private relationships but I, i'm not going to put other people's stuff out there but mm-hmm. um my main uh social circle out in california uh at, especially at that time uh the, let's say in 2017 was primarily female so i was having i mean i was exploding on people. Mm. Hang on. That's that's what you get. What just happened there? That's what you get. Masochism. <laughs> Masochism. Yeah, that's what that me, is. Just surround You're going to get with thrown up. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, no wonder, right? It kind of stands Did this to yourself, buddy? Yeah, I, I did. I guess inadvertently, I, I did it to myself. Glutton for the, punishment. The fact, yeah. that, the fact that, A, he is not a flaming homosexual, and B, he surrounds himself with women, you have to go to... to 
conflict resolution therapy? Masochist. It's got to be it. It, yeah, uh, right there. I could have saved you. I don't know how many more dollars. And <laughs> there, fixed it for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was. A, I will say that that Blue Shield plan of California was pretty solid. So. <laughs> okay, didn't, didn't cost me a whole lot. It's worse in Jersey, but again, that's another discussion. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I primarily went there because there was a lot of friction in with with some of my friendships, and I actually sought out because I didn't know what to do. Um, I was dealing with these different, with um, being being caught in the middle in you know one particular situation with two of my friends who were not getting along, and I, I couldn't take it anymore. And I was also see this is another thing that I think would be surprising for you guys is that I was I would it wouldn't take much but I would explode on them completely let all my anger out and yell until they were in tears never obviously together but just so individually when I would hang out with them. Uh, no, I turned into the Incredible Hulk, honestly, yeah. like in a bad way. And to the point where like you guys know me how long. I'm not the outburst screaming at people. No. Angry negative. Person. Yeah, not negative. Like, yeah, like I've never seen you do that. No. It, exactly. And I'm not that person, but now I was. And that was really, that was a tough, speaking of pills, that was a tough one to swallow because I thought, I don't like that I'm doing this and something is going on. And because these were interactions with, you know, relationships with women I sought out a female therapist because I thought, I feel like I'm not on a wavelength that maybe I should be. I need some insight here. Mm. But that obviously opened the door to me going to therapy because I just said, I can't do this anymore. I can't carry on. You realize there's something wrong. Being pent up. Yeah. yeah. I just said, I can't. I mean, aside from the anxiety, which that was explored through it, but it all started in, in part because of conflict resolution, because I said, I can't handle this anymore. Well, anxiety, right. anxiety and anger just go hand in hand. Totally. Of you know, totally. And, and <clears throat> that's the, that's the, the biggest thing with me. Is I mean, duh! You guys should fucking see that on my face. Is uh, I'm over it. I, I think out of the three of us in the room, four, if you include the entire cast of the only podcast, we include Jack. Yeah, we'll include Jack, the absent Jack, because um, he has I, no problems. You done <laughs> Jack grew up rich. Yeah, yeah, he's not here. Yeah, yeah. he had. He he's had like, a pool. I got nothing to say. Yeah. yeah, he had an above ground pool, so he was rich yes. by our standards. Yes. So Jack grew up just fine. Yeah. Um, you have your little talk about your your issues, yeah. peasants. Yes, the peasants, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's eating caviar and drinking a bottle of Dom right now. <laughs> so out of out of all uh, out of all of us, I think I have been to therapy longer, and I don't mean that in a way of like um, seeing a therapist because it I I, I actually of because of my own laziness, I actually haven't seen a therapist all last year. Um, because he sold his practice and now mm. has a new practice and I'm just, I just completely went lazy and just didn't, uh, you know, sign up again with his new practice. Oh, gotcha. Um, oh, okay. so, so I, I have, else. I have not physically seen a, a psychiatrist, psychologist for the last, at least, I think little less than a, a little less than a year, maybe 10 months or so mm. like that. Um, and it's, that's my own fault. That, right, that's right. me. I'm not blaming anyone for it. Um, this hasn't but, exactly been an easy year. Like, well, for, that for too. Really yeah, you picked a hell of a time. So not, yeah, well, like, I mean, well, right. that was. I mean, luckily, when he did have his practice, he was doing Zoom calls, and I even said to him on on the one Zoom, I'm like, this isn't the same. You know, it's like when when I went, so he is a big pro proponent of therapy animals. Um, he has a um, uh, connection to a golden retriever breeder. In I believe Chicago, that specializes for emotional support. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And in his office at the time, he had he always had two of them. There was a Thunder and I don't remember the other dog's name. Lightning. But yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, were, there were two golden retrievers that would just, you know, free roam around. And like literally they would find you if you were having some kind of issue uh, because my sister also goes to him. Mm, and okay. she had some breakdown. And literally the dog would just come in the room and head on your lap. Mm. It was the most incredible thing. And that, that just goes, me being an animal lover, you can you We can don't see. deserve dogs, man. We don't. We don't. We I really especially don't. love eating them. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> some of them are tasty. Especially um, hot dogs. Yeah. Ugh. But no, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it, is, so, it is, it can't be denied how intuitive animals can yeah. be, though. Yeah. Oh, right. absolutely. Oh, they my God. They know when so you're as, hurting. They know when you're upset. Yeah. They, they know. Yeah. Like, everybody yeah. makes fun of, like, the, you know, yeah. the, the service animal thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. we joke. But, no, you know, it's a hundred percent true. It is. They are dialed, yeah. again, they're dialed into a frequency that just, yeah. we aren't as people because we have what we consider to be manners. Right. Yeah. Sensibilities. Yeah, exactly. We're told to mind our own business. Socially, yes. Social constructs like minding yeah. your own business but they're yeah. just like so, which uh, personally I'm okay with so but. what yeah well so what, what I was saying is like I've been like back when I was in middle school well what you guys would consider middle school wasn't middle school for me because I just went kindergarten to eighth grade there was no separation yeah you were uh, in Catholic school nonsense Catholic school um, I was sent to <laughs> that's enough to fuck you up yeah oh it did oh I've explored that a little bit not with my therapist though um and not and not like nuns with, hit with, me or anything with, but Mary with escorts dressed <laughs> yeah, up yeah. in <laughs> Catholic school dressed girl up outfits, as nuns, nuns habits, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> um, that's exploring, all right. Yeah. Anyway, um, so ruler marks. Yes. On his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check it out. Let me see what's doing back there. Drop your drawers, son. Turn that camera off. They they might get an eye poked no out. Way. Anyway, um. No, but back when I was in middle school, I was actually sent to a social worker, which it, in my mind and not nothing against the the title is like a lesser form of a, a psychologist or psychiatrist. Mm. All right. And it w- at that time, I found that I, I was obsessive and not obsessive compulsive. Like that's a whole that can get very bad, you mm. know, like flicking the lights on and stuff like that. But obsessive about at the again at the time time. In and of itself, if things were not on time or things didn't go in a certain order that I liked it, I became super agitated and super anxious. Don't I know it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that that was explored during my middle school years. And unfortunately, that that uh, social worker uh, went the route of re- uh, religion fixing it. And oh. that immediately turned me off. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, nothing yeah. against nothing against the process. Some people find it incredibly helpful. Good yeah. for them. If it right. helps them, good. That great. That that's what's going to help you overcome whatever this 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 disability is on you. Good. It didn't work for me. Right. Because number one, I'm already in a Catholic setting in Catholic high school or, or Catholic uh, middle school. I've already hit that age where I'm questioning everything. And that is not going to help me right now. I'm going to just immediately, like I immediately draw, I went right to my, my mother because it was parent guardian type thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I can't do it. She's, she's starting to say something about, you know, God will make this right. No, he won't. Mm. Like, mm. you know, if anything, God's the reason this, this is happening. Yeah. Cause I'm in a fucking Catholic school. Why did right. he do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Why would he put me in this hell? Yeah. So, so merciful. Huh? Yeah, exactly. So that's, I cannot get out of the situation with the same thing and they caught me in it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. Good to you, sir. Um, so that, that, that was my first experience in what most people would consider therapy. And then, uh, up until two years ago, 
it was trying to, oh, I'm just, I'll just bury it, bury it, bury it, bury it, bury it, bury it, bottle it up. All right. The bottles are full. I need a jug. Uh, the jugs are full. I need, I need a pool. And, and then it finally came to the point where Veronica, my wife turned around and said, no, you need to go fucking see somebody. Because yeah. there's this only this is, that's what my uh, therapist refers to as white knuckling. I, I kind of white found out. knuckling. That's that's oh, oh, bottling it just up, and, sort of bottling it up, and, and you're yeah. like you're gripping the wheel, and your knuckles are fucking white, and you're just taking it and so, taking it, and so the, I I know yeah that makes specifically, and I've talked to you guys about this. Um, the 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 thought that spurred Veronica to say no, you see see somebody. Um, it's a French term. I'm not going to say the French term, but the translation is call of the void. Which, of course, you would have something called Call of the Void because of metal. Yeah. Call of the Void. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be diagnosed with anything, of course it's Call of the Void. It's, it's a what perfect, else would it's it be? Opeth song. Stupid no. band what name. What else would yeah. it be? Yeah. <laughs> it's an Opeth song. Call of the Void. <laughs> but in all sense, Born in a casket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> song of Perdition or whatever yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Road to Perdition. Whatever. <laughs> call of the Void. Uh, in Two all best si- songs on Blackwater Park. <laughs> in all sincerity... Uh, Call of the Void is one of those moments where, it, for me, it was driving my my work truck and just thinking to myself, I could just run this off the road and nobody's going to care. I don't mean anything. Yeah, fuck it. It's So how it's typically described is when you're at the top of a building and you look down and there's a voice in the back of your head that says, jump. jump. Do it. Yeah. See what it's like. That. For me, like I said, it was I was driving my work truck, and it was just like, yeah, I can just run this off my road. Yeah, nothing to the wall. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, hit the hit the guardrail. Fuck those people. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Life, you know, complete nihilist, you know, you know, life existential crisis kind of no- nonsense. And that's what. And like I said that to Veronica, and I thought that was normal because I had thought it so long. Right. You don't have any basis for comparison. No. Yeah. So so that for me to think that, eh, fuck it. I can just drive this off the road. Nothing's going to happen. I can get out. I've had accidents before. I'll just get out of the truck and just keep going. But you right. never did it. Obviously. No, I never did. Uh, no, I mean, obviously. Not yeah. purposely. You know, right. you know yeah. like I've gotten into accidents, but like not purposely. You never yeah. gave in that, to, that was the, just to the for, call. That was yeah. because of being a jerk off. That wasn't right. because yeah. of the call yeah. of the void. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andrew driving like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, no, I n- I've never attempted anything like that or suicide or anything. I've oh, I've gotten... Suicide, I've gotten bad with. I've, I've been, I've held the gun to my head. Was it loaded? Yes. Okay. Yes. One of my. Some, it's the internet. Some asshole's going to be like, was it loaded? So I'm just trying to. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was my loaded nine millimeter HK VP9. So there, mm-hmm. I gave you all the facts. Yeah, I've, I've had the, I've had the gun against my head plenty of times. Yep. And, and, it, and what, because this is important. Mm-hmm. You know, what thought made you pull it away? It's selfish. Yeah. And you know what? And it's, it's, it, it's, it's the fucking stupidest thing too. If you think about it, if I, if you kill yourself, you die. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about anything that goes. Yeah. You don't suffer at all. You don't right. suffer at all. Everybody else does. Exactly. Yeah. Every, and I'm not talking emotional. Forget fuck the emotional end of like, you know, you've shattered all these family bonds and everything else. Who's going to pay your fucking bills? Yeah. yeah that, Who's that, paying? That, that do you know how away. much a funeral is worth? Mm-hmm. Oh, tons. You know, like, have you buried anyone? I mean, and these are dark subjects, and I'm sorry. No, yeah. but, but like, absolutely. have you ever had to bury someone? Have yeah. you ever had to pay for a funeral before? The, the cost of dying. I is, don't. Yeah, yeah dying is a great market. Pine box is like a grand. Yes, literally, just seriously. A box. Yeah. yeah, like, like that's why my dad wants to be in a Folgers can. Yeah, like, 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 like in, I, I, 
I don't know if it's Maryland or Massachusetts. I'm sorry, but one of them is is contemplating putting Viking funerals as an actual fucking. I saw the headline. Okay, so you, I, right. I don't remember what state it was either, but but they're legitimately doing that. Yeah, and listen, if you guys want to build me a boat and shoot fiery arrows into it because it's only going to cost you twenty bucks. Fucking do it. It's actually kind of awesome. You know? I, I, I just want to do it for the video, selfishly. Yes. Right. Yeah. I want to put it up on the half ass Media channel and be like, this we're, how we're, a, we're sending everybody off. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're having a Viking a, funeral for yeah, Andrew. We're, yeah. we're sending Andrew off with everybody's help, rather. I yes. Yeah. Is that like, here we go. Yeah. If you guys want an arrow shot with your name on it, donate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, 25 bucks That's, for an arrowhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, see, like, I thought about that because there, there's a... There, there are two that interest me when it comes to that. And this seems like the appropriate place to talk about it. To, to what? Two means of disposing of this meat sack that we live in, <laughs> which is, and I'm, I'm being serious, they can actually take your ashes and somehow compress them into like a diamond or something that looks yes. like a diamond. Yes, 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 yes. That is, I mean, I realize it's pretentious, but it still does appeal to me. Yeah. But the other one, which, God, I could be wrong. I think Hunter S. Thompson did it, but I'm not positive, is you have your ashes loaded into a firework. Yeah, mm. which also is kind of cool. But I'm also like, hey, showbiz, let's make it a big deal. Yeah, let's, oh, the, the, let's, the, let's turn the, it into something. The, 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 other, the other thing that I, I like is the one that where they turn your ashes into the actual pot that carries a plant. And you can plant the entire thing. Plant right, the whole right. thing. And now and, you're and nourishing this this plant, right, whatever the plant back, is. You go right. back into the earth. Absolutely. It's recycling in that sense. You it are, is. That, that's the green option. That's, yeah, that's the really green option. I think, <laughs> the, I think the two coolest ones I know of is... Uh, uh, James Doohan from Star Trek, mm-hmm. his ashes were sent into space. Good for him. Mm. He literally went to space. Good. Which I like. When I found that out, I was like, "That's that's fucking." Et cool. and his buddies yeah. are snorting James <laughs> Doohan, <laughs> snorting Scotty, mm. which and is going to be the name of the episode, by the way. And then, snorting it has to be. Scotty. <laughs> and then the other one that I thought was cool, and I think this is what I might do if it ever came to that. I uh, mean, it's you gonna. Get, you get but, turned. Man, you, it's gonna. When, when it Spoiler alert. I know. I okay. know. But uh, a final record. I, I've heard about that too. Oh, That's actually yes. kind of cool. Yes. Would it be moving right along? <laughs> no. Honestly, <laughs> I would have it be some really dumb song because it's like, because they make them playable. Yes. Right. So like, no, it is so a legitimate like, record. Yeah. So like you can, ha- like I would, I would, because you can design like the cover art and all that shit. So mm-hmm. I, I would, and I, but I wouldn't tell anybody what the song was. And until I they play like, it. Until they play so it. So do we play it at your, and, I mean, I imagine. And, and I don't know if I'm going to. It's a mockery. You're like, that's son of a be, bitch. It would, either be, it would either be a Muppet song or I'd be the ultimate troll and do like Batcher, Batcher, Batcher. The song from the hamster dance. Yeah. <laughs> because like, you're 26, right? Yeah. Yes, we're not going to be around for your funeral, probably. Yeah. So let's we'll just be long let's gone. say, yeah, we'll, we'll be gone by a couple of years. So, but yes, yes, hence we'll be forwarding you a PDF with our requests. Just because yeah. yeah. you're the youngest among us. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, but yeah, I have a funeral playlist and stuff. I've done that just for fun because I'm weird. But no I do. Kidding. I I know the song that's going to open my funeral. It's, I'm not going to tell you what it is. No, you're, that's fine. Just, but it's reason for you two to stick around because wow, as we, we, as we went over like already, already, that? you two are going to be gone for me. Funeral, so, to be honest. so that 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 goes along with what I was saying. Okay. It's like, do you know how much it is to bury someone? To it, how yes. to just you know the, I, the insensitive version? How to dispose of a body? Yeah, you know. What happens afterwards? Just feed me to the alligators. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> noted. Yeah, <laughs> but like 
Part feed one. Him, just feed me to the alligators. Feed the world. <laughs> <laughs> feed him to pigs. Oh, <laughs> Brick top over here. Good God. Yeah. Can you, <laughs> turn them into beer bottles. Something. We'll do yes. something. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's do we, we, we talked about this a couple of years ago. I know we did an episode called Death Cast because, mm. you know, we're, we're fun. Mm. Yeah. Um, has, has that changed? I said cremation, but where are you guys at? You, you for real? Cremation, or I, I haven't thought about it since, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I mean, this is I'm, eight years ago. I don't so. remember. Yeah, I don't remember the conversation was, at all. I, I, you, are I, you still? You don't know. I don't no, know. I okay. really never. All right, I'm just, into it. That's, yeah. that's where I'm at with it. No, Cremation. I have nothing. I have nothing yeah. special. The bugs can't have me. Is what I'm saying. Yes, the bugs so. can't have me. Unless <laughs> I, I decide the bugs can have me. But no, it, it, yes, you know, getting right. And it, who pays your bill? Who pays for your bills? Who pays for the the fucking cleanup crew? The debts you leave behind. All of them. Yes. And honestly, that's that's what stops me from doing it because I don't want to put that on someone because that's what I'm dealing with now. Right. And I know how much it sucks and I know everyone else is dealing with it. And now you're going to have to deal with mine, too, because I was fucking selfish and right. I don't want to deal with it anymore. Right. right. But I've been there. Like as as much as that statement has been in my head of like, this is fucking selfish. I've had a gun against my head. I've very much thought about throwing you know throwing the car like something quick i don't want it to be painful like i'm not going to slip no. my wrist like some little fucking high school or you know attention whore right you know i'm i'm gonna die say, if, if i'm gonna right. die i'm gonna fucking die i'm gonna right. do it right yeah <laughs> you know I'm, uh, it's it's gonna i'm going so i'm not in pain if i'm gonna die i'm gonna do the yeah and that's the other thing i'm gonna shoot myself in the mouth you shoot yourself in the mouth you don't aim properly guess what now you got a giant hole in the back of your head and yeah. you're still fucking alive yeah mm. you're still bleeding and you feel it. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Shock only works for so long. Yeah. So aside from that nonsense and the obsessiveness, there's a besides besides PTSD being associated mainly with soldiers or or veterans and things like that. Right. Um, there's another term called hypervigilance. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not trying to make this a stolen valor thing, but I think that term applies to various people not just veterans specifically oh yeah because i feel that i am that at times not all the time but at times that they're like i am always on alert i don't sleep well i i have never slept well i've always been a light sleeper um and you can attribute that to possibly my allergies and like not being able to breathe when like like chris like if he's on his back you can hear him snore but you turn him on the side he's fine you can attribute that to my allergy, but I've always been a light sleeper. Also getting punched in your yeah. sleep by your wife doesn't help, but... No, or listening to Ryan fart his brains out on the car ride home from Georgia. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're still be, laughing about if, it all these years later. If you were so driving wasn't that home... Bad, no, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. Oh, okay, I was going to say, like, that is the exact That was the only thing should... keeping me up. Yeah. Yeah. A chorus. God, it's methane again! <laughs> a chorus of farts. Uh, and giggles we're afterwards. 70. I can't yeah, I was giggling. Open the window yeah. and have it anything slow us down were you um were you bullied as a kid at all do you remember because i'm leading into something that i I, I found out all right so so when i hear the term bullied i think the physical aspect right like that's physically being pushed around right so it's hard for me even now to grasp the psychological bullying be it name calling or anything like that 
had I been called names, absolutely. I was right. called a faggot for the longest time, mm-hmm. um, you know, weakling, all that other nonsense because I wasn't in sports. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if yes, mm-hmm. but I st- I have not dis- like dug that hole yet. I haven't explored that cavern. Right. Mm. My mine has always my cavern that I do the most exploring in is the call the void nonsense and the the depression and anxiety and anger. Right. Because for my anxiety, I get angry and I get loud and I get mean. Mm -hmm. I don't just get like I'm a loud person and Christian can attest to it because he's yelled at me plenty of times for yelling into the microphone. (laughs) Um, I'm probably doing it now, even though I'm wearing headphones. You're You're actually actually very tempered. You're very managed right now. This is why we picked a good time to do this show. We're all kind of even at the Um, moment. but, But like when I get like... Anxiety hits first, and then it goes to anger. And um, the the internet joke is, I'm a Kyle. I punch walls <laughs> and drink monster. Anger, oh, so yeah. anger, anger at yourself or anger that you're everything target everything. everything. There, if, if there is a target, Take no yes. prisoners. Anger. Yes, uh, uh, like you said, Incredible Hulk. Mm. Everything must die. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I hate everyone. Humans are the most despicable thing. I'll kick animals. I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm angry. Yeah. My energy has to be put out into the world violently. Yeah. So yeah. I have not yeah. dug where you're asking me to dig yet. Okay. So no, the reason I asked, go um, it, uh, going through it in, in, in my therapy, like I was bullied a lot when I was a kid, like even long before I met you, mm-hmm. like in, in grade school. I mean, anything <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't help. Yeah, yeah, yeah you didn't help. Yeah. yeah. But even, even up through I'm high school. Because I'm the source school, of everything. Right. All, yeah, the, no, all no. the starbursts you no, were throwing like, not make up for all the <laughs> yeah. bullshit you got. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know if I ever like told you about, you know, all that. I mean, anything that you could name. Whether it was my height or braces or what I wore, oh, dude, I don't, I don't. I was doubt it. physically picked on. I was physically pushed, hit. Like I, I would come home from school crying, oh, I, day I, after I, day I, after I day. And um, my therapist was telling me that there was an interesting study done um, about people who were bullied uh, via like brain scans, CT scans, and things like that to sort of like a biochemistry and brain damage, and supposedly. Um, people who were bullied, especially for you know a long time throughout childhood, the the scans will show that they would suffer the same amount of of biochemistry damage um, as combat vets would. So you have you have scar scar tissue on your brain? Quite, yeah. I mean, I I've never gotten it looked at, right? So, you know, right. Like well, that's, that's scan, what essentially but, what. But there was a study done on that, and it seems kind of silly. You're like, well, kind of getting pushed around on the playground is not the same as getting shot at, no, or no. you know, people trying to blow you up in a desert somewhere. Right, but, like, but, but trauma, it's is the same. Trauma, trauma is trauma. So I was like, that's that's really interesting, and it can cause PTSD the same way as combat can as much as i um, i i love the 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 euphemism bit by george carlin where he talks about how ptsd came from shell shock yes right because i i thoroughly thoroughly believe that the idea of ptsd is still real and it still affects more than just veterans mm-hmm. so i'm also on the other side of the fence where they had to change the word so that Medical care can be given to individuals that may not have been in uh, overseas or even in right. in military service or something Correct. like that right. to separate it from just that. Specifically. Yes, but that bit was also thirty odd years ago, so right. there, True. We, we weren't in a place where we were talking about mental health like this. But no. I get it because I think the the way language evolves and euphemisms Absolutely. and all that it was, a, it was a great chunk and is special from eighty eighty eight or eighty nine about euphemisms. 
And yes, I agree with that too. When I heard that when I was 16 and I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that's true. Yeah, shit should, it should have staged shell shock. Shell shock, yeah. yeah. But now we're also at, are at a place uh, culturally, in society, whatever you want to call it, in, in human evolution, mm. where we get that it's not just, it's not just veterans. It's not just people who've seen combat. It's, or at that, least it's the, or at least the people that actually trauma. pay attention are. There are plenty of people out there that still have a mindset of words should the, the original meaning of a word will never change, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. it does. Right. It, it does. Right. It, it evolves with the colloquial terms and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact, or or in the other hand, or other sense of wor- of words that were translated from an earlier language, that now we're finding out, like, no, that's not the word. Mm-hmm. It really meant this. This was the real word, whatever that whatever that word was. It mm-hmm. doesn't. It, it could be you know when when the fucking Bible r- was written, or it could be one of the fucking you know uh, uh, Plato's theories. Mm-hmm. It, you know that language we've through the years discovered. Like no, that this means dish. It doesn't mean something else. You know, mm-hmm. so that completely changes the entire either argument or sentence structure or whatever of. That diatribe. Right. So just to, <laughs> yeah, so bringing him back down again. Yeah. Uh, so just to, because we, we hit into something that obviously uh, deserves some, let's say, uh, bringing it a little bit more current. Okay. So at the point when Veronica said, you need to see somebody that was a therapist, that was medication. Like what was the, what so was init- the, the initially in that? Um, so luckily Veronica had worked with a doctor who was both a pediatric doctor doctor and a psychiatrist because I always confuse the two. Psychologist just listens. Psychiatrist can give you medication. Correct. Right. So he's a licensed psychologist. Um, or psychiatrist. psychiatrist. See? Psych- See? Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's, he's a psycho. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they don't, they, psychiatrists don't do both things anymore. I came to find out. No, like it's, in just, it's two separate yeah, And exactly. I, I was blown away by it. Yes. I was like, so what the, the psychiatrist just writes scripts? Right, like that's so all they do? Yeah. <laughs> I need a team of people now? Like I thought you used to be able to see like the one guy and you talk to him and then decide if you need medication. And then he's like, okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. So you, right. so you, so he's a licensed psychiatrist. So he's able to prescribe medication and he also sits and listens to you. So I guess he's both. Okay. Um, uh, and again, like I said, he, uh, Veronica had worked with him cause he's also a doctor in pediatrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had his own practice in Jackson. So it was local. So I'm like, Oh, this just all adds up. I need to go see this guy. Plus he's got an attitude like us. He can take our humor and the way that we respond to the world very easily and give it back, either give it back to us or analyze how we're doing it, uh, or how we're, how we are perceiving, you know, this reality. Right. Um, more um, um, in a way that we could understand. Um, so I said, you know what? Screw it. Give me his number. Let me call him up. And at the time, if you called his office, he wasn't taking any new uh, adult patients. He was only going to start doing children. But because I had a quote unquote hookup with Veronica, yeah, he's like, no, I'll, t- I'll take him in. Don't worry about it. So I went and I saw, do you think I should give his name out? In the show, or do you want to just? I, I wouldn't without clearing wouldn't. with him first, so I okay. say let's That's not. That's fine. All right, let's so. not. Um, so I went and I talked to him, and DM he, Andrew at Metal Drew on Instagram. Yeah, if if, if you, you want, want. No, if no, no, for real, yes. for real. Yeah. Like we're yes. we're not going to put it out there publicly because it's not. It's not. It wouldn't be proper because I didn't get permission from him. Exactly. Yeah, we don't we don't want to do that. So I mean, 
And, oh, and also let me say that I don't have a problem with like a specific gendered doctor. I don't care. Right, it didn't. Right. It would not have mattered whether this was a man or a woman, uh, because I wasn't going, Chris, like what you were saying. You were specifically looking for that opposite um, end of uh, or, or different view of your problem because what you were dealing with. I wasn't dealing with something that dealt specifically with, you know, my wife or my child mm-hmm. or something like that. So went went to his office, found out that he had this connection to the. Uh, the the golden retrievers because there they are just fucking roaming around the goddamn office <laughs> and you know, golden retrievers are big ass joyous to- if I'm being honest yeah. yeah listen you know what there there was one there was one because he he also because normally when I went I was the only patient there at the time he there were other doctors in the office he mm-hmm. it was a practice mm-hmm. um, but I was normally scheduled at a time when it was either lunch and it was just like he and I and like the receptionist. Um, so he would leave the door open to let the dogs roam because they were his dogs. Technically, mm-hmm. they weren't oh, okay. like you know, like he took them home with him. And yeah, there was plenty of times where like I would have, um, I would get I, not, I wouldn't say emotional, but uh, strong feelings about something, and the dog would come in and just stare at me, like, "What do you want?" <laughs> what do you want? Because it changed. What it, do you know about me? Yeah. yeah. It, well, it, it, honestly, like. If you're just sitting there and we're bullshitting, all of a sudden a dog yeah. walks in and just starts staring at you, you're going to go, what? What? And, and immediately something in your mind mm-hmm. is going to go, all right, this animal sensed something in right. this aura right. about mm-hmm. us. And that that's another thing that separates seeing a, a licensed psychiatrist or psychologist compared to the social worker. Again, years difference. The social worker had a very – hippy dippy new agey type um office and mentality and 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 aura wasn't as medical in nature as you might have no it wasn't no it definitely was not and not like i'm looking for that cold calculating you know like no this is what you need you need to take all of these you know (laughs) dr doom yeah exactly (laughs) you know just the setting yeah um, but like, yeah, it, it's, it, it, I'd, re- I liked his office better. Like, yeah, he had, obviously he had some pictures of, of like inspirational posters and whatnot up, but to the, not nearly to the degree that the social worker did. Um, he was a, he, he also, uh, believed that medical marijuana does work. Unfortunately, I cannot take that because of my job, um, because it is still a federal crime. Mm. Hurry up and change that. You old men. Yeah. Um, and but and he understood that I couldn't take it, so he recommended that I take um, um, Zoloft. He put me originally on a, a script for fifty. Started with fifty, which is typical. Start at fifty, work your way up. Two hundred is the max that they give you, and I'm on the max uh, right now. And um, it's it's done a lot. You think so? From the outside, you are. A lot more even keeled than you used to be, not in a way that you're not yourself, because that's where. Yes, I'm not, about, I'm, I'm not, I don't. Okay, so yes. Because people talk negatively about Prozac. Like, that's kind of the go to when people say, like, you're just kind of a zombie, you walk around in a fog. That and or, 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 or Zoloft or anything, because but like, you're still very much yourself. I just don't think you're as keyed up as you have been. And I don't feel like your, your mood swings are quite as wide as they used to be. Now, at this point, it's been, okay, maybe pandemic notwithstanding, but it's been two and a half years-ish that I've been back in in on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not just for my semi-annual trips home. Mm. (laughs) And 
yeah, there is a notable difference where you may be on the max dosage, but it seems to, and I mean this in the best way, seems to even you out. It doesn't, it seems to smooth out some of your edges, which frankly and he, and needed that, it. And, and that's what, and that's how he advertised it to me too. Yes. He didn't, he didn't say that this is a cure-all. Uh, I learned the term called breakthrough. Meaning that even though I'm on this medication, there are still going to be times where it's like, oh, guess what? There's that little voice again. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's still going to happen. It's not going to erase your problem. That's not what this does. This is what like what you just described. It's supposed to even you out and, you know, I'm my serotonin or whatever is lacking. Mm -hmm. This is going to bring that level up to an acceptable level in my brain so that it can counteract all the caffeine and hatred that goes on normally yeah, exactly. in there. Caffeine and yeah. hatred. <laughs> Sounds that's, like a song title. That's, that's a good t- episode yeah. title as well. Yeah. Caffeine and hatred. But I, listen, I say it's working. You're much less Travis Bickle than you used to be. I, because I don't it, know that one. I, I, taxi driver. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're much less that Talking guy to me? than you were. You know, just the, just the, the, the seething and just sitting and just being... Because, I mean, you would just sit and you could tell like there was just... If, if we want to talk auras, mm. yeah, there was just anger. And there mm-hmm. were times when you were just inside yourself and just like, don't go near him. He's he's radioactive right now. Let's not talk to Andrew. Let's just leave him be. And, and then happens. If he wants more hot, if he wants to eat another package of hot dogs, let him. Just let him. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, honestly, like that was it. And you don't seem to be, I mean, again, I don't see you on a daily basis, but we're in touch regularly enough where I feel like I have a better, I have a good enough gauge on mm. you. And yeah, it seems like those, that doesn't happen. To the degree that at least it used to, just even in the course of an evening, it used to show up in some way most of the time. Not all the time, not 100%, mm. but it used to be there. It wasn't like following you around like a shadow, but I feel like there are things that would set you off and would shift your mood, so to speak. And I haven't really seen that in these last two and a half years. And I mean, that's kind of the point. Again, it's not a cure-all. It doesn't cure what's going on, but I feel like it, it helps keep the monsters at bay. Which is obviously a good thing if it's working for you in the way it is. So, noticing the time, yes, I'm going to have to say that we're going to hold Ryan's stories yes. for the next episode because I know his he's got some heavy shit. We do, um, we do because I've heard only lot. heard snippets, and I haven't, and sadly, I haven't even heard it from your mouth. I've heard it third party. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, with, so, I'll, with I'll his permission. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Not being yes, catty. No, just a, no. How's Ryan doing? Let me tell you what I know. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you what exactly. been, I've been cleared to pass on. Sure. But our, um, our, our first hour has passed. Leave yes. him with a taste of what to expect. Yes. Exactly. And um, so we're going to get into Ryan. I uh, definitely want to get more into part two. And I'm going to set this up because, number one, I want to lay out what I want to get into. But on mm. top of that, I want you guys to know kind of what's coming next week. Because, again, things have gotten a little heavy. But we're being honest. This is a discussion that people need to have. And it's also, it's okay to talk about this stuff as long as you know who to talk about it with. We're happy to air out what's going on it, it, it was hard it was through. hard to make the decision but it's a good decision it, it is yeah it is when, when you get to a point where you realize you can't carry on the way things are it's it's okay to look at other options it's okay to ask for help and now i'm just i'm grateful that as a culture we're having this conversation and there isn't there's still some stigma but not nearly as much as there was even five years ago I feel mm-hmm. like we've come a long way, Absolutely. but I definitely, we want to get into Ryan's story in part two. I want to talk more about therapy and also managing anxiety, which mm. is something we all handle on different levels. And so, different ways. Exa- and in different ways. So yes, part two next week. And uh, listen, please subscribe to the show on the podcast app of your choice. That is very much appreciated. Please follow the show. 
at Cape Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and I roll TikTok. And you can also follow me at <laughs> Don't Start. Yeah, he's got a lot of viral from it. Yeah, there's a lot of hits. I can't. It really I can't, has. I can't deny the the. You weren't here for the live show. Never thought I'd the see blowing the blowing up of TikTok. Holy it's, shit! It's the same stuff that goes on the Instagram. Literally, page. but it's literally you the should same. See, anyway. but you should. Yeah, we can talk about that later. But yes, TikTok, and uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Chris Abalo and on Instagram at Chris Sells Out. You can follow Andrew on Instagram and TikTok at Metal underscore Drew. Man, you too. And you could. Fu- are you? He should. <laughs> you should, <laughs> you he, should see. He should have been first. He technically was first, but we'll we'll save that. Okay, <laughs> we'll save that. And you can follow Ryan. On Instagram at Honey, I Drunk the Beers, mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah. no, that's not how he copes. <laughs> well, are we sure it's not? <laughs> we'll discuss that in the next an episode. Entire, yeah. an, a, an entire account devoted to beer. You don't think that's a coping mechanism? Next episode, coupled with toys. Okay. Well, anyway, then. thank you all for listening. Thank you very much again. Please subscribe, share, like, and pass this along to somebody if you think they need to hear it. Honestly, not for promotional purposes, not to spread the gospel of the show. Just honestly, if you feel like, hey, here are these guys. Going through jackasses. Yeah, you can spread they the gospel a little shit. bit. Yeah, yeah they yeah. they it's get in. No, it's not all Muppets and Rainbows. Exactly. They get into <laughs> they get into some shit. And uh, with that, we're gonna move and right al- be moving right along to next week's episode. You, so you really tried to shoehorn it. In I there. tried, I kind of and it's not. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, my my funny isn't as sharp tonight, given what we're talking about. What can I say? Yeah. I'm coming at it from a different place. But anyway, that is it for this week. Tune in next week for part two and until then for engineer chris and andrew and ryan this is chris apollo and this was yet another experiment plenty of medications that would have turned me into a happy little potato, but would you prescribe them? No. You said I had to get in touch with my feelings and express them to the people I care about. Sorry, I must have been drunk.